Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Astrid Carter, Heather Steele, and Pascal Day. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello. And we've woken up to the news today that Meghan Markle's having a baby. Which we already knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend was like, I called it. I was like, everyone called yeah. it. I was properly looking when I was watching the royal wedding, and you couldn't really tell. Yeah, you can't really tell, but her coat was quite strategic yeah. at the mm-hmm. royal wedding. It was quite... A-line. A-line, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have any news about the baby except when it's due which is spring that's it just yeah. spring so vague great well looking forward to it it was of course the royal wedding also last week did everyone enjoy watching the coverage i didn't invest in as much time as i did harry and Meghan's, but she looked amazing i was so pleased for her because she doesn't always get it right but she looked absolutely beautiful so her zach posen dress the yes. after party dress is like amazing yeah that was really nice yeah and i loved with her first dress that she said she wanted an open back so that she could show off her scar and yeah. i actually have scoliosis as well so i was like yeah you go Jeannie. yeah that's mm-hmm. really, i thought it was a really cool thing to do i heard that megan and harry told everyone that megan was pregnant at the wedding and we're like ultimate scene stealers i'd be so mad if i planned for my wedding and it's already not as good as their wedding <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, I'm pregnant. It's yeah. just like... I think that wedding that. was better, though. There was better celebrities It was there. more Much fun, I think. And yeah, they like... got told off, haven't they? Because they had, like, two days' worth and three different parties and the taxpayer was paying for it. And they're I not they even... I they were paying for it. I think they did. It was just a security thing yeah, everyone was just... kicking off about. Yeah. But it was apparently a much more extravagant... There were way more parties Yeah, there was, like, people. a festival-themed party yeah. on Saturday. I think they seem, like, really fun. They're, like, the yeah. yeah. I want to see her hanging out with, like, Naomi Campbell. Like, there were some <laughs> weird friendships going on there. Yeah, there was, like, <laughs> Well, it was a really good spectacle. And also the kids. How yeah. cute were the kids? Yeah, they so I really cute. like their little outfits. Yeah, me too. Also, I never knew that it was Eugenie and not Eugenie. I thought it was Eugenie because that's what someone at school was called. But yeah, oh, we were wrong. Yeah, we were both wrong all this time. So it's, for, it's Eugenie. Yeah. Anyway, she looked fabulous. What else did everybody tune into this weekend? I went to the cinema last night on my own and watched First Man. Oh yeah, that's the one about Neil Armstrong. Yeah, it was so good. I kind of wish I'd seen it in like the IMAX. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would definitely be worth going to see it there. What's good about it? Because I have to say it doesn't appeal to me at all. I feel like I know the story and it looks quite boring. I don't know, I guess I didn't know the story. There's a lot that, like, went into it and, like, a lot of people died as well trying to get to the moon. And I just love Ryan Gosling and I love the director and I think they just made it, like, really new. Because it's the director who did La La Land as well, isn't Yeah, Damien Chazelle. And they work together a lot. Yeah, and it's kind of, like, a lot of it is in first person, so it's, like, you're the person that's in the spacecraft and it's just so realistic. And Claire Foy, is she amazing? Yeah, she's scary. She's a scary mum, yeah. Ooh. She plays the mum. Yeah. Not the yeah. Alarm <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, she's aged. She's, she's trying to convince them, like, get rid of Olivia 
Elizabeth Coleman, I can yeah, play the queen yeah. again. <laughs> I can play an old lady. <laughs> no, I probably phrased that wrong. Neil Armstrong's wife. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's Ryan a bit Gosling wrong. play Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Because that's quite a serious role for him, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like he can do serious acting, yeah. though. Has he not been Oscar nominated for something? I'm not sure. He's very much like Drive, like, he doesn't say that much. And so you'd recommend it? Yeah. Is it kind of action packed or a bit more slow paced? I guess it's quite slow paced. It's just a drama, it's not like action, Mm. but it's really good. You mentioned that you went to the (laughs) cinema on your own. Do you do that a lot? Sometimes. Do other people do that as well? Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah, if there's a film I really want to see and no one else does, I'll happily go on my own. But it doesn't really happen that often. There's usually someone you can find. That's true. I've never done it, but it used to horrify me when I was younger. Like, oh my God, I could never go to the cinema on my own. But I think if I really want to see something, I'd definitely go. I've been to the theatre yeah. alone quite a lot. I used yeah. to do theatre reviews, yeah, yeah, exactly. so obviously you do yeah, it by yourself. So, yeah. And then you just kind of realise that it's not actually a really big deal. Yeah. Pascal, you're writing a piece on the film, so you have yeah. to go see oh, of it. Course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But yeah, I have done it before. I just think it's a shame because you then don't have anybody to talk to about That's, yeah. That's the downside. Yeah. I think actually it's the one, or that and the theatre, of the only places you can go and it's fine because you're just in the dark anyway, so no one's looking yeah. over yeah. you like, Luna. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Anyone else seen anything good? I don't think it's out for a while, but I saw the trailer this morning to Rocket Man. I know, it looks oh, great, doesn't yeah. it? Oh my God, it looks The insane. Elton John film, yeah. So I don't think it's out till next year, but... No, I think it's out soon because they are trailering it in the cinema. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it must be out in November or and something. Yeah. And it's running like back to back with the trailer for Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody yeah. which is the Freddie Mercury biopic. Bohemian Rhapsody one looks potentially good in the advert, but I've heard from people or from reading reviews that surviving members of Queen have been so heavily involved with it that they just kind of completely railroaded it and it is all about, wow, aren't Queen great? Oh, it's a Instead like, of kind of being like, it is about Freddie and really gritty stuff and like the AIDS crisis and stuff but yeah. actually they're all painted to be these jolly great guys oh, even though shame. he tried to go solo at one stage and there was lots of band in fighting but I think that's been kind of edited oh, out shame. quite a bit shame. that's the downside yeah. to having the real people involved isn't it Brian May really gets on my tits like <laughs> he's just got to be involved in everything it's like just give it a rest now I can so imagine him just taking over the whole thing oh yeah I'm sure is he... he the one that loves the badgers Yes. What do you yeah. mean? Like he petitions for like saving mm. the badgers. I feel like if you've got a big international platform, there are causes that you should be campaigning for more than badgers. No offence <laughs> if people are really into badgers, but... Classic okay. Brian May. Classic Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Madden is also in Rocket Man, playing the lover of Elton John. And I thought that the trailer really reminded me of Behind the Candelabra. Has anyone seen yes. that film? Yes. About Liberace and... If it's anything like that, it will be fabulous and amazing because I love that film. We wrote a piece about the 10 best podcasts to help you sleep because whether it's just a couple of bad nights or you're on a slippery slope towards insomnia, sometimes we all need a little stimulus to help us nod off. Podcasts on this list included The New Yorker, Fiction, Game of Drones, that does not sound interesting to me, (laughs) and a daily meditation podcast. But does anyone here have anything they would recommend for helping people nod off? I've listened to the sleep with me one and weirdly it does just make you like when you're listening to it you're just like what is this like it's just this guy he's just talking shit and you're just like this is crap it's not going to do anything and then it's morning and like you've just fallen asleep to it I can't even tell you what he talks about because he just goes on and on and on and goes off on these weird tangents and none of it makes any sense and he calls himself Scooter even though his name's not Scooter (laughs) it's so strange but it really works so this says he picks a banal topic and delivers a rambling monotone hour plus long monologue on it yeah basically bores you to see yeah okay and I quite fancy trying that yeah me too that's called Sleep With Me the podcast that puts you to sleep okay (laughs) Um, (laughs) self-proclaimed 
named. Yeah. Anyone else? I haven't tried any, but you've, Pascal, spoken about ASMR before. Yeah, like, it's like my guilty pleasure. Is I love it? it. Oh, that's so, the tapping and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I knew what it was, but didn't really understand it until on Netflix at the moment, they've got this series that looks at BuzzFeed and they kind of, each episode is oh, somebody writing an article. I feel like that's a bad example of it. Like that girl that's like, makes it really yeah, sexual. Yeah, that was really creepy. Oh, Can you just explain really... first about what ASMR actually is? Yeah, it's sound related and it stimulates kind of senses, not in everyone, but in quite a lot of people. So yeah. it can be sort of people whispering and people can kind of get really attuned to it. It's basically the repetition of a monotonous sound. Yeah. So whether it's like the sound of somebody brushing their yeah. hair yeah. or cleaning, cleaning something. Things, yeah, yeah. Washing it, something. And it's, it's kind of got therapeutic benefits yeah because of the repetition right yeah. yeah so in that buzzfeed episode some of it was yeah quite sexy and odd <laughs> not for me um but yeah people were probably watching it with ulterior motives but some of it yeah i could understand like if i was listening to that and trying to get to sleep that sound of maybe you know someone popping a bubble wrap might oh actually kind of be quite relaxing mm. I think it would annoy me yeah it's quite an abrupt sound <laughs> yeah it is so do you listen to asmr to go to sleep or you just find it interesting I listen to it to go to sleep mostly just like the whispering but I think it kind of reminds me of like you know when you're like young and you're upset and you're in bed like you've had a nightmare and your mum comes up and like she just stays there and she like whispers to you until you go to sleep that's what it reminds me of so I think that's what makes me go to sleep it's like a comfort thing yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so that's called AMSR HQ. It's run by two women known only as Wanda and Paula. So Wanda and Paula talk about a variety of topics, but they do it all in a soft, barely there whisper, which basically gets you to sleep. It's like a massage for your brain that says, mm. sounds lovely. I want to try this. I used to go out with a guy who used to listen to the shipping forecast to fall asleep. Oh, yeah, that's oh, quite a good one. Yeah, like that. He'd listen on his earphones and it would fall out in the middle of the night and I would just wake up to the shipping forecast. <laughs> yeah, that is so annoying. Well, I think so I'd get all tangled up if I had, because I wouldn't want to put it on a radio or yeah. on my laptop or something. You can get those under pillow speakers. Oh, I remember you? when I was little, I used to go on holiday, my brother would have one of those, like, so oh. when we shared a room, it didn't disturb me. So it's just like a little thing that oh. into your phone <laughs> <laughs> and goes under your pillow. But you can't hear it? Yeah, because you can only hear it if you've really got your head like flat on your pillow because it's like a small speaker. It's really clever. I'm sure they have the There we go. Mm. This isn't strictly designed to help you go to sleep, but I'm a massive fan of Komodo Mayo's film review, which is from BBC Five Live. They have a massive following and they do a lot of like reading out of correspondence and people write to them all the time. It's, they've got a kind of a real community and people write to them all the time saying you've cured my insomnia and they've got their own joke about it. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> they won't take any offence at me saying it because so that's definitely one worth trying because people write to them all the time saying that they help them sleep and I think it is just the monotony of listening to mm. two people mm-hmm. having an atter and they also go off on tangents and are just chatting rubbish a lot of the time so yeah. I think that helps well if you are looking for podcasts to help you sleep do check out the piece on the site With rents soaring and house prices out of reach for many, it's often not possible for people to live alone in today's economic climate, even when they reach their 30s. So, once you've left your uni days behind, how long can you live harmoniously with other people as an adult? Anyone here still flat sharing? So, I always lived with loads of people until I was probably 26, and Mm. then I moved to Brighton with my then boyfriend for a couple of years. And then when we broke up, I was very much like, I really don't want to live with a big group of other people 
people again, strangers particularly. And I think at the time I'd heard so many horror stories of people doing it. So I was like, oh God, I really can't be doing with that. And also I didn't really want to move in with friends either. Because again, I just heard so many things at that time of people moving in with friends and it just being a disaster. So that's why I decided to basically move into a box room in this horrible (laughs) big old building with loads of tiny studio flats in because I just really wanted my own space and really wanted to live alone. And do you think that was the right decision? Yeah, I'm really glad I did that, definitely. But now my boyfriend's moved in with me by accident. So So you're still in the little box. I moved to a slightly bigger box. It's still a studio (laughs) flat and there are two of us in there, but it's actually got windows. The one before didn't have any windows. That's not true, be serious. It had like one tiny skylight. Um, Even prison rooms have windows. Yeah, that's not legal. It wasn't great. Um, (laughs) I think it goes to show like what a dire situation like property market is in this country. Like there's just not like Heather has a good job and yeah yeah and even the rent on that is like crazy really considering when I first moved down to Brighton sort of five years ago or so the rent was so much cheaper than London so it was fine even though you were paying for the commute it didn't really matter because the property was cheap enough that you were kind of paying the same amount as you would do if you were living in London but that's just not the case anymore at all Mm. do you think it would incentivize you to move back to London potentially but then again I looked then and there was no way I could have got even a really shit studio flat yeah like anywhere near the centre that's the thing any more or less at least in Brighton you're in a desirable area whereas in London to not be on the outskirts you've got to pay so much more than that exactly I was quite lucky because well not lucky but I was just like I'm just prepared to spend more money Mm -hmm. and kind of sacrifice other things in order to live alone but not everyone can do that and Mm -hmm. I do think that it's sad that you can be in your 30s and not be able to do that yeah you do feel I think from what friends have said that you are still a student Especially when you have to move in with strangers to an area you don't necessarily know just because that's the only affordable option, even if you are on quite a good salary. Yeah, definitely. And there's something about just needing your own time and space, isn't Mm -hmm. there? Like, Mm -hmm. even if it's a good friend, I lived with a really close friend up until two years ago when my boyfriend swapped in. Even now, sometimes I'll be like heading home after a long day and I'm like, I'm so glad there's nobody I have to talk to there. Like, sorry, Ben. (laughs) It's so different. Like, even if it's a really close friend, you've got to make that effort. You've got to always be yeah. on a little bit. You can't be like, fuck off, I hate you, which you obviously can <laughs> do to your boyfriend. So it's just exhausting a lot of the time. Pascal, what about you for your boyfriend as well? Yeah, I do. I can't imagine what it would be like if we didn't live together. Like if we split up and I had to go back to living in like shared housing, I think I just hate it. It's like that thing like after work, you just want to go home and not have to talk to someone. And if you live with other people and you just want to make dinner, you have to put in that effort and be like, how have you been today? And all this kind of stuff. <laughs> Because you don't have to do that with your partner. But, like, I totally agree with you. Me and my boyfriend live in this flat. And it, like, does the job. But it's expensive. And, like, it's not a nice place to live. But we literally can't move anywhere else. Like, we have one neighbour who's got really bad mental health problems. And she keeps us awake all night. Another lady who's, like, in her 50s. And she's always having people over. Like, we can just hear everyone. So we just never have any sleep. But it's like, this is all we can do right now. Yeah, We can't do any better than this. Would you ever consider moving in with other people as a couple? I don't know. We've lived together for like too long now. I think alone, if we moved in with other people, I think it would just be worse. Mm. I just don't think I could do it. And then you just don't have that much space to yourself anymore, do you? Mm -hmm. Like 
you've only really got your bedroom that's just for you two and like I yeah, couldn't be in that close proximity with my boyfriend for yeah it's a lot of time <laughs> a long period of time <laughs> welcome to my world <laughs> so if any of our circumstances change and you have mm-hmm. to find yourself moving back in with friends what would you do to make sure it was a harmonious living situation actually what would you prioritise I think even if it's like a really really good old friend you never really know a true person until you live with them mm. so I think it's really important to have some rules as like annoying as that sounds like draw up a rule book kind of thing it just kind of eases the situation I lived with my best friend for a year when we came out of uni and I love her to bits but I don't think I could ever live with her again <laughs> what kind of rules what's important to you just like being courteous so like I don't care if someone's like a little bit messy but don't be dirty like don't leave your dishes in the sink like mm-hmm. just really basic stuff yeah. that's kind of it otherwise I'm quite chilled would you definitely choose to live with a friend you think as opposed to a stranger like given the option yeah I think I probably would prefer to move in with a friend or like at least someone I knew like a friend of mm-hmm. a friend if I heard that someone had somewhere going I think that's it's the idea it's quite daunting in your 30s to like be moving in with strangers yeah. I think I also think that's the ideal to have like somebody who you know but you're not really close with because yeah. if you move in with a really close friend who's part of your friendship circle it can be really hard to then detach your life like if you want to mm. see another friend mm. or have a different friend over for dinner you find yourself spending all your time or feeling quite responsible for that other person you it's kind of yeah. become a bit of a duo don't you exactly mm-hmm. my other tip would be if you can afford it just get a cleaner yeah I agree with that. I've never had one before, but yeah, I definitely feel like anyone I know who has had one, it has eased any sort of arguments. Yes, Mm. yeah. That's wise. Um, Heather, what would you do? I think, yeah, similar advice. Try and find a friend of a friend, someone you have a bit of a connection to, and then just try and meet people for as much as you can before they mm. decide and you decide. Like, I think when my friend, they had a, like a four-bed place that they all rented together, but there was always one person who mm-hmm. was kind of moving on. And, yeah, they'd always properly invite potential other people round for dinner, have a few drinks, and just really try and get to know mm-hmm. them and just see how the whole dynamic works worked and sort of do it that way I suppose rather than just kind of being like oh here's the, the place showing them round mm. and maybe asking them one or two questions yeah so true you've got to mm. fit particularly if there's more people yeah. involved Pascal yeah I think I would rather live with a friend I'd have to give up some of my bad habits I think like I was talking to my boyfriend the other day and he was like tell me something that I don't know about you and I was like whenever you make your lunch every day I go and eat some of it (laughs) (laughs) do you? after he's made it in the evening I'll go in the kitchen and I'll just have a little bit did he not get really angry? (laughs) he laughed a big batch thing not like a sandwich like a big bite out (laughs) put it back (laughs) he makes like pasta so I'll go and I'll just have a couple of bits past I just can't like not have what he's got <laughs> and I think like sometimes I used to do that at uni as well and like oh, my friends are, yeah not like really Shocking. bad but like we that person some... finished the food no I did it in like private <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't do that I don't think that's um... not consistent with your stealth <laughs> snagging skills and yeah probably just being a bit tidier I think yeah you've got to be much more aware of your own habits yeah and I feel like when you live with your boyfriend you can just really shout at them when you're annoyed exactly but when you live with your friend you have to kind of like internalise yeah. that hate it's not healthy <laughs> <laughs> it's true Ben gets the full force of my hate and then it's over yeah. yeah my boyfriend's gone away to New York for the week and before he left I was like oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do without you here like who's gonna make my dinners and I just know when he comes back I'm gonna be like oh. yeah 
<laughs> are you not enjoying yeah you're enjoying the alone time yeah, yeah. I'm like watching all the films yeah, that yeah. like he won't want to watch yeah, with that's... me I'm exactly the same I always read Red Band going away and then as soon as he's gone it's so it's nice yeah. you sleep so well you get the whole bed to yourself yeah and I don't clear up after both of us but for some reason I just make so much less mess when it's just me yeah, yeah. Um, and like no one distracts you you can get on with stuff like I can go to the gym because like sometimes when he's at home watching TV and I'm like oh be doing that too mm. I just won't go to the gym so yeah it's quite nice without him here if he could just go away for a week every so often that'd be really great it was international coffee day last week and it's also Monday morning right now so what better excuse do we need to talk about one of our favourite things coffee from cafes serving specialist own brews through to baristas whipping up picture perfect much lattes what a lovely sentence this list has all the hotspots you need for your next caffeine fix Heather you wrote this piece I did anywhere that stands out for you on this list that we should be going for a yeah. good I, cup of I love coffee it's my favourite thing probably after crisps <laughs> London's got lots of really good coffee shops I really like the monocle cafe it could be seen as a bit pretentious perhaps <laughs> coffee is quite pretentious yeah though, I think it? yeah it can be for mm-hmm. sure but no it's so nicely designed it's all minimalist and everything in there you just kind of want to buy they've got a shop as well and just loads of really lovely magazines so you could very much kind of swoop in there and spend ages drinking all the coffee and reading lots of lovely things and I also really like Store Street Espresso as well which is around the corner from the British Museum and they do amazing cakes and really good coffee can you tell the difference between coffee tastes like if you have a coffee in one place and then in another place are you like these coffees taste different yeah Yeah. like I wouldn't be able to be like oh this is from Guatemala (laughs) but yeah I can tell like when one's really good and when one's just you know Nescafe or something yeah are you not a big coffee drinker then? No, no, not at all. Don't like it at all. Do you like tea? Yeah, I love tea. I hate tea. I, I feel like my tea. adult taste buds haven't come in yet. Like, <laughs> don't like adult stuff like that. You don't like tea either, do you? I drink herbal tea, yeah, but same. the mm. thought of putting milk in a tea is... Mm. Yeah, see, I don't drink milk at all. Like, I didn't even like it as a child. It's like the one thing. Milk and mushrooms. Whilst well, so you have black no goes. Yeah, and so, like, I don't really like cereal. I have like, the tiniest bit of milk on. But... Can anyone see that Kylie Jenner tweeted like, oh, yeah. last week? being like oh my god I just put milk on my cereal for the first time in my life and it's amazing yeah like she was kind of like mind blown has anyone else tried it kind of thing yeah who else has tried this like everyone everyone has tried this it's like having a pizza and being like oh my god did you know that tomato really makes this like you get it I have no idea she's obviously you know some people especially with American cereals I suppose you have quite sort of quite sweet like Mm. ones so maybe you do just eat it as a sort of snack dry breakfast yeah my housemate used to put like water on her brown flesh no, I've heard she people did. doing that with Weetabix why so yeah just, it's know. like why and then some people do half and half yeah I get that I feel like I that's worse milk's but not yeah, bad for you though is it it's if you get the good stuff you uh, need a bit what? of calcium yeah. but there are milk but... alternatives to water <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly like why would you go down the water route if yeah. you didn't want milk that's Ooh. disgusting anyway back to coffee Ash should you be a coffee drinker no no you're not I mean I gave up coffee on the 1st of January and haven't had one since well I had a tiramisu in Italy and I was, felt so guilty. <laughs> I think that's all right. I, I thought you gave up coffee ages ago. So I, I gave up was... coffee coffee. Like, yeah. I weaned myself off onto decaf. Yeah, that was last year, wasn't it? But there's still caffeine in decaf. Yes, but isn't so you haven't even had a decaf in just... No. What? That's mad. And Why? I walk past people, especially on like a Monday morning. You smoke? No, I'm like oh, smelling their coffee. Like, mm, it does smell so, so good. Because it's really bad for you and it made me feel really bad. Even the decaf? Yeah. So you're not going to go back to it then? It is like for life. 
Well, I feel like I've, I've always done it for done a year it. now. Yeah. So, so why might bother? As well. Yeah. Good for you. My Pe- next one is chocolate. Ooh. Oh, wow. I just eat too much. I always have dark chocolate in my drawer. I eat good, it every day. Though. It's not like you're tucking into uh, yeah, sugary yeah. stuff. Yeah. Can't give up all the good things. Mm. Life would be so boring. Dark chocolate is horrible, though. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it the best. Is. It's like just turns into powder in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, I like, actually what? have a bit with that. I eat it because like I would never just like sit a munch of dairy milk on my desk, but I wish I could. Yeah. What? So you eat dark chocolate instead? Yeah. I'd just rather have nothing. You know what, this is a massive tangent, but I was watching Nigella on Thursday night and she was making like classic Nigella food. There was just so much pastry and cheese and naughty things. And I messaged my best friend being like, I don't know if this is the industry we work in, but like, it was just so refreshing to watch a woman be like, she wasn't even being like, oh, this is so naughty. Oh, this is such a treat. She was just like, here's another dish I'm making. And this is the stuff that it includes. Like, I love food and I love naughty food. Or like, you know, naughty inverted commas. And it was so nice to see that kind of food normalized. I know we're supposed to be healthy and I know we're all supposed to be like, not eating that kind of food. But I just felt it was so bombarded with messages about not eating that all the time it was so refreshing to yeah. see somebody just cooking something that looked delicious and she was sharing it with her friends it was just such a nice change to seeing all the like oh don't eat that watch this don't no, eat that completely and also, agree it's, it's so unhealthy to be like that to be scared mm-hmm. or, exactly. of that kind of food or to call it naughty to, like, yeah it's it demonise it totally. yeah yeah she's just yeah, here is food, let's eat it. Yeah. And she always says as well, she's like, I'm a writer, I'm not a chef. So, you know, she's never mm. proclaimed to be yes. this really sort of chefy, fussy cook, which obviously knows what she's doing. And she yeah. just cooks Good for fun and food that people want to yeah. eat. I think Jamie's Italian series has been a bit like that as well, hasn't it? There's been so much like risotto, obviously. There's so yeah. much risotto and pasta and that kind of food within that series. But it's just so nice to see those foods, as you say, not demonised. Yeah, because so, you don't have to eat it every single yeah. night. You know, you can be part of a healthy, balanced diet exactly but you should really have this Nigella piece if you haven't it's great it's celebrating 20 years since Nigella's first book so is it really no 20 years yeah Mm. well I'm saying that like I remember it I don't I'm not that old (laughs) (laughs) anyway back to coffee I drink a lot of coffee but I'm not really a coffee snob so maybe I need to check out some of these places on Heather's list and become a bit more highbrow hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theatres May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Well, we've got something pretty timely based on that talk. I forgot we, this was coming up. I should have <laughs> talked about that last bit in this. Anyway, fakeaways. We run a recipe, obviously, every day in the Lux Mail. And one of last week's was an easy Korean ramen bowl. And we call it a fakeaway, which is obviously 
what we used to describe when you fancy a takeaway, something that feels like a takeaway, but you can make it at home. Does anyone have anything they fall back on that is a little bit more fun at home, but doesn't require relying on delivery? Yeah, similar to this, I do make quite a lot of ramen, lots of different ones. I think once you've got your sort of collection of Asian ingredients, you can basically just make so many mm-hmm. different things and kind of mix them up each time. What eh? kind of thing do you put in your ramen? So if I've done a roast at the weekend, just any meat that's mm. kind of lying around and then use all the gravy and bones to make a really good stock. Ooh. I really like doing ones with like dashi, which is like a fish stock and putting loads of hot smoked salmon in and loads of vegetables. That's oh really God, good. You won't eat until about half nine at night, <laughs> but you're more than welcome to. Yeah, it's really good if you've got like any veg left over, mm. you can whack it all in a stir fry or in a ramen or yeah. grill it all with some miso. But you can make really good egg fried rice with that. Yes. You know those packet quinoa, so you can actually still make it quite healthy. Yep. It's just spring onions, that packet quinoa or whatever grains you want. We always Sriracha, do that. Yep. spring onion and then lots of soy sauce. I do it with a packet Sesame. with brown rice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love brown rice. And you can literally add any yeah. veg you yeah. want and yeah, a bit of spicy sauce. And it's filling mm. and yes. it's quick, quicker than a delivery yeah. or Made that for dinner. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm excited. Great. Yeah. Pascal, what do you make when you fancy something a bit more interesting? I literally don't do know. Do you cook? Not really. Yeah. Sounds like your boyfriend's quite a good cook. Though. Yeah, he is good cook. Obviously, he's not here this week. Are <laughs> you on the delivery every night? No, I'm either like just eat a piece of fish with nothing on it, or I have like two <laughs> pizzas to myself. Scalp, right? There's like no in between. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start with this. Even if everything's like laid out for me the way this is, it still goes wrong. Like, yeah. you know, when you just have to like put a piece of fish in the oven and like leave it in there for like 25 minutes, just take it out, and that's all you need to do. <laughs> I like take it out, and it's still raw, and I don't understand. <laughs> you have to turn the oven off. Yeah. <laughs> I just put it in. Between 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you describe yourself as like not that interested in food though? No, I love eating food. I just yeah. don't want to make it. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me angry making food. Like, you know, some people find it like really therapeutic. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I just don't. Like it makes me so angry. Oh, I love cooking. I don't like baking. I find that stressful because yeah. that is really scientific and you've got to follow it. Whereas with most normal things you can, as long as you're not undercooking. Yeah. And if you and do, stuff, you can kind of go wrong. You can mm. kind of salvage it somehow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, not exactly. baking. Yes, yeah. we know you both don't like baking. <laughs> <You're very laughs> Asher, what about you? You're a good cook. Thanks, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about it a lot. <laughs> Something that's kind of like fake away. Maybe like a Vietnamese like sticky pork. Mm. Ooh. Or there was this like <laughs> childhood dish that we always had. My mum used to call it Chicken Maryland. And it's basically fried chicken. Mm, but yum. it's the most comforting thing ever. Though. I'm going to be like really naughty. So you flour it, bread it and just fry it up. Actually, yeah, it's a bit like schnitzel. Mm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I made yeah. that. You can make that healthier though as well because you don't have to use panko. You can use like crushed almonds. I've used yeah. almond flour. Yeah. Well, I'm quite partial to it. Yeah, like a pizza, but we use brown wraps oh, and yeah, and then we'll make like a tomato sauce and pascal. <laughs> <laughs> so suspicious. That doesn't sound um, like a pizza. <laughs> 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 it's so good. So you get a brown wrap, and the trick is to like put it in the oven until it becomes really crispy, but not like so crispy that it then can't like survive a bit longer in the oven. So you get it like quite hard because you otherwise it would mm-hmm. sog. And then you just add some tomato sauce and then basically anything you want like. All veg, all cheese. I promise you, it's like pizza. <laughs> no, and then, I mean, and then put it back in the oven. Stuff on. Exactly. I'm into you it. melt the yeah. cheese, and then you get it out, and then we just like dollop pesto and chili oil all over it, and it's banging. That it's just like nice. one big crisp, like kind of, but it's just healthier than having like a load of dough. Yeah, it's basically that. like a really thin crust pizza. That's okay. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You just literally put everything you've got in the fridge. Oh no, we do that once a week. 
recommend it. Wraps are great. You can make homemade tortillas. Yeah. With or like one. fish tacos. They're not yeah. particularly bad. No, I always make them. If I have like nothing in the fridge, I'll always have like eggs, feta, and those wraps. Like they're staples, and that is literally the best. Thing. If you scramble eggs and like crumble up some feta and then put them in the wrap, it's yeah. just like great. Yeah, As an avocado, sold. Last week, actress Rebecca Humphreys, the ex-girlfriend of comedian and Strictly contestant Sean Walsh, released a statement saying he'd called her a psycho when she suggested to him that there was more going on between him and his dance partner, Katia Jones. But, as it turned out, her instincts were right. We've all seen the pictures. Mm-hmm. Does that sound familiar? You could have been gaslighted too. What does this term actually mean, gaslighting? It's like when someone makes you feel really crazy. Like, if you feel like your boyfriend's flirting with someone and you're like, I feel like you were flirting with that girl and they're like, you're crazy. And then it turns out that they were. Right. So the National Domestic Violence Hotline categorises gaslighting as loads of things. Withholding is one of them. When the abusive partner pretends not to understand or refuses to listen. Saying things like, I don't want to hear this again. Or you're trying to confuse me. Countering, which is questioning the victim's memory of events. Blocking and diverting, where the abusive partner changes the subject and or questions the victim's thoughts. Trivialising and forgetting slash denial. I think it's a new term really isn't it like back in my day there wasn't like a term for it but it's a real shitty thing to do it's just real manipulation isn't it it's making somebody else feel like they're They're completely wrong yeah do you think it's right then that it's now being taken seriously as a form of domestic violence yeah definitely I think it's good with any sort of domestic violence to kind of have a look at any aspect of that that isn't physical because Mm -hmm. I think that's the only thing that you've been able to kind of prosecute anybody for and even with that I think you've had to go in and really show Mm. real wounds and injuries whereas now it's good that they're taking emotional abuse more seriously I think it's a difficult one because it's hard to know where the benchmark sits Pascal in this piece you made the point that the term was used earlier this year on Love Island Mm -hmm. when Rosie was accusing Adam of being interested in Zara and flirting with Zara everybody saw that conversation didn't they where he was like you're mad like what Mm -hmm. are you talking about and then obviously we know how that ends he's basically still in a relationship with Zara now right so Rosie was right and there were loads of calls at the time about that being domestic abuse and a lot of charities spoke out on her behalf. But in some cases, is it not just self-defence as opposed to abusive? I think what's interesting in the piece is that it's saying, or Women's Aid in particular is saying that gaslighting is rarely a one-time occurrence it's something that happens as a pattern of abuse so I think that's when like you say it's not just someone's been flirting with someone at the bar and you say what were you doing they're like oh no I didn't it's more a kind of an ongoing campaign of sort of intimidation I think so it's more of a a pattern of kind of systematically making somebody in the relationship feel crazy or I suppose whatever term you'd use it's not about how that person feels it's about how they're making their significant other feel and I also think it's interesting that you know even in this kind of post-feminism or Me Too kind of movement that we live in, it's still women that get deemed with like, oh, you're psycho, something psycho. Mm-hmm. Even like t-shirts that I think you can buy on like boohoo.com or something that say cute but psycho. Yeah. So you're really about like helping us mm-hmm. out here. Like, yeah. like that more issues than Vogue yeah. and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you wouldn't get a bloke wearing yes, that, would you? Yeah, so true. <laughs> Why our girls seem to be like the crazy ones. Actually, my friends made that point. We were chatting about this over the weekend and somebody says that it really annoys them when they're dating and a guy says to them like, oh yeah, 
on my ex-girlfriend like she's crazy or like yeah. she was psycho and one in particular was like I bet she's not like yeah. I bet she yeah. wasn't yeah. I bet that what happened was you just drove her a bit poshy and therefore she went a bit psycho but girls are so kind of easily all tarred with that brush aren't they particularly after a breakup yeah. yeah I saw someone on Twitter said something really similar to that the weekend actually like ask any girl who's actually been described as oh my ex was nuts or god she's a bit of a psycho and they've probably got a, a story that would actually yes. show why yeah like Rosie on Love Island anyone watching that wouldn't say she was a psycho no. but you can see why he could easily manipulate it to make it seem like that was the situation from the outside mm. well as we know Sean Walsh's girlfriend Rebecca Humphreys came out with a public letter on Twitter saying she wasn't prepared to stand for it anymore no longer wanted to feel worthless and trapped those are her words in the relationship and as she stressed if you feel as though you're being gaslighted yourself it's important to believe in yourself and your instinct it's more than lying it's controlling let's finish by talking about some fashion we wrote a piece which performed so well in the email last week about knitted dresses to buy now I'm a fan anyone else? I tried one on in COS yesterday but I just looked ginormous I'm so confused by COS I can wear a size extra small and a size 16 yeah. and they all fit completely weirdly <laughs> well I think because everything's oversized there probably yeah. isn't a huge difference between like no. an a and a 16 but I like looked at this extra small dress like my boyfriend was laughing because it looked like an absolute balloon <laughs> it was like black with lots of dots on and really woolly and like oh, roll yum. neck and I was like oh that would be so warm and nice then I tried it on <laughs> and it was but even the extra small one I just looked like a dumpling because oh, <laughs> I've got short legs with cos as well like I think they're meant to come kind of just below the knee but mm. on me they're like calf length so it was kind of one day we big. will have a conversation about fashion and you'll be like yeah you know what I love that and yeah I look really good in that we're gonna <laughs> yeah. get to that point. I do love them I was also gonna wear it on the show yesterday but it's always so hot down in that room yes. I was like I know you've worn a few lovely knitted dresses on the so show and I was like time. maybe not <laughs> but I am a fan Pascal have been tempted by a knitted dress no, I feel like they're really like about a boy. I've not what? seen that film. Oh, I thought you'd love that film. I know. I think You've it's never seen it. It's so long ago now that it just feels a bit weird. So Tony Pallet like, plays this the most like lefty, independent, vegan, hippie, hippie yeah. Islington living <laughs> mum. Right. Yeah. Like coloured tights kind of person. Yeah. 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 But she yeah. likes a big knitted dress there. I don't know if she even wears a knitted dress in the <laughs> just, film. But that's just what it is. Like. Yeah. like a homemade one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like she definitely. Doesn't fit properly. I've never seen you wearing your ones. I have that cream mango one. I'll show you. The black and white one as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's that black and white one which I wore for like 18 pieces of content last week. So that's been everywhere. So you clearly are not watching anything I'm doing. So rude. I feel like you'd have to wear like a lot of deodorant with on those. I feel like they're just keeping all the juices. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And there's also kind of nowhere to go. I feel like you feel a bit trapped. Yeah, you are a bit trapped. You've got to be really prepared to commit to the weather. And also, at the moment, it's fine to go bare leg but then would you be wearing tights when mm. it gets colder yes well I like the ones that are mm. really long and then obviously you'd be wearing yeah, tights I, <laughs> I have the really long ones so then you could just wear boots that are like a little bit longer because they'd only be that much ankle yeah exactly yeah, I'm sure. so you probably could get away with wearing jeans and you wouldn't even see them <laughs> why are you laughing I, I don't know why that I don't know why that like visual just made me laugh so much. but <laughs> yeah the tights and the knit a lot of static I feel yes very true mm. very true you need like a chunky knit as opposed to like something thin yeah well if you want some good ones Zara I've got some lovely ones right now as showcased in my Lou's unboxing video which went live this morning check it out finally one of our favorite color pairings at this time of year is camel and leather it's a pretty easy way to make camel a bit cooler and leather a bit more grown up does anyone have any pairings that they rely on I actually have a camel and leather mat Oh, it's both. Mm. It's camel. It's like a mat. Mm. But then the sleeves are leather. Oh, and it's got nice. a leather belt. Mm. That's cool. Anyone else? Are we talking colours or textures? 
as well. Or both. I prefer to wear all black, but sometimes I'll go monochrome to kind of jazz it up a bit. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like you will mix like something really feminine, like a white pretty blouse with then maybe like your Adidas sliders or something. You yes. go quite like high-low. Probably, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't wear camel though. Like my mum's instilled it in me. I can't wear any sort of tan colours or <laughs> anything biscuit coloured, not at all yeah, with my no, colour. It just, it. I'd be the same colour and it'd be terrible. <laughs> so no, I can't get in on board with the camel and leather. I'm afraid. I've like literally never been given advice like that. Like the days are not fashionable people. Like <laughs> I would never be given that kind of advice. Yeah, that? I'd just be looking at something in a shop, and my mum would just come behind me like, "It's not your colour." <laughs> I was just looking at something nice. Like, I know, just looking at it, I'm not going to buy it. She's what, just like, even if you weren't with her? No, I get it in my head, though, yeah. when she's not with me. But yeah, if she was, you just come at like almost whisper behind yeah. you, put it back. It wouldn't suit you. So it's like, all right, cheers, mum. My mum's the opposite. I'll pick something up. I hate going shopping with her. I'll pick something up and she's like, no, not for me. I'm, like, I'm talking about me, but. Pascal, that was really interesting. So you just didn't really talk about clothes growing up? No. My mum used to dress me in like the worst clothes. <laughs> oh Actually, god, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been talking about Ollie loads this week, but we do spend a lot of time together. I was telling all this really embarrassing story from my childhood, and I don't know why I'm saying it again now, but I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> I used to really love really baggy flares. Mm. And I remember like my school teacher was like friends with my dad, and he came like round to our house once. You know when it makes you nervous when you see your teacher outside mm. school? And you're, like, yeah, it's weird. I was like really like nervous, and it was really on edge that he was in my house. And like our staircase went like it was like very open plan, you just like could go straight up the staircase. And I like went to run up the staircase. And my sister was running up behind me, and my trousers were like elasticated, <laughs> and they were so flared that they would like go down onto the next step. <laughs> and she trod on them. Did they come off? And what was your teacher in the morning? <laughs> you know, and it's just like <laughs> really bent it. <laughs> he was just like, oh, <laughs> how old were you? At least like. 10 or 11, I think, like, awkward age. <laughs> I'm just laughing because that's the kind of thing that would have happened to me. I can just really visualise And I just, like, turn around to my sister and she was like, obviously you've done it on you, okay? Back to the original question. No, like, my mum would never help me with stuff like that because she had no taste either, so it's like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> I'm not very good at fashion, but I do like denim and leather together. It's not mm. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that actually goes, but... <laughs> that's good, that's great. I think as long as it's not pale denim. You know, you don't want, like, a very pale blue with leather, probably. Okay, noted. Great. Well, I'm sorry. I assume that readers extracted absolutely no fashion advice from that whatsoever. <laughs> But if you are looking for a bit of extra inspo as to how to rock the camel and leather look, do check it out on site. I think that's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, please do rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. We'll see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.